0: The path
1: doesn't have to be straight. We have a lot more information than we Your job is to have, to have a to, to know why it you to Value courage. courage. You're listening to the We Get Real AF podcast, exploring the future with trailblazing women and girls in emerging tech, XR, AI, and futurism. Science and technology are reshaping our world at lightning speed. Engage in conversations that'll spark your curiosity and challenge what you thought possible.
0: We've been talking a lot in the past few professional Sesh episodes about effective communication, what works and what really doesn't work. And today, our talent specialist and recruiter, Alisa Walters, is going to unpack what does work, and that is assertiveness. Alisa, how can we be more assertive in the workplace to unpack
1: this for us? Yeah, absolutely. So just to kind of give a definition of what assertive communication is, it's the it's very direct it's honest it provides clarity and assertive communication and not just in the workforce but in all aspects of our lives is the most effective way to to communicate um it's respectful of somebody's feelings ideas and the needs of others it's allowing you to assert your own opinions but taking into consideration what others have to say, what others have to think, um, and recognizing that somebody else's ideas and opinions are just as important as your own. But having the space to be heard and validated and valued is really important. And that's why assertive communication is the most effective. Sometimes being female, being assertive
2: can come across differently. So what's that fine line balance that we need to maintain, and unfortunately, it's just our reality as women that we we need to be cognizant of. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, absolutely right. When when uh, men are assertive, it's confidence, and when women are assertive, for lack of a better word, we're we're a bitch. Um, and I think it comes back to, in whatever way you're engaging with somebody. Being clear in what you're saying and trying not to allow these opinions of what other people, uh, trying not to let that impact your messaging, how you value yourself. And it is a practice to be honest and be clear and have that confidence, especially in a room where you may be perceived as something other than being assertive. Avoid being casual and just state the facts valuing what that other person has to say, you know, I, I like to give this example. So one of the things that I've always had to to practice and becoming more assertive is being in a room full of people and everybody feeling that they have to jump in and interrupt and disrupt the conversation. And how do you stay assertive and effective in an environment where everybody is speaking? And somebody once told me, that in a situation like that, if I am interrupted to simply say, I want to finish what I was saying, and then you can jump in. And I remember being like taken back and being like, but that feels so rude, but it's not. It's, it's, you will have your place to be heard. I would like to finish what I'm saying. And I will also value your time when it's your time to talk. So I think it's important that in also to be an assertive communicator, you also have to be an active listener. And sometimes in those situations where you may be up against a very aggressive personality or a very passive aggressive communicator, it can be hard to, to to stay in that way. but it's just a it, it is a it is a practice and it's a reminder that if you know if you start to feel those a- angry feelings coming up or that you're feeling like agitated by the conversation, To just take a beat, but know what you need to do to stay clear, to be open, to be an active listener, and to provide a two way conversation.
0: I think assertiveness is kind of a complex thing because it starts with a mindset, right? It starts with valuing your voice and telling yourself that I don't have to have all the answers to speak up right now. It's important that I say what I'm thinking. And it's important also then. And the way you do that, once you've got the mindset down to show that you are being an active listener, one thing you can do is say, what I'm hearing you say is X. And is that correct? And if so, then here's my, my view on that. So mindset and then some verbiage. What are some other types of verbiage that we can use for situations when it's maybe difficult to be assertive, like turning down a project or
1: changing uh, the direction of a conversation. I am a big believer in the power of two words. I feel, I feel I need more time to complete this other project that I'm working on before I take something on. I feel I don't have the bandwidth right now to take this project on. Happy to provide my expertise, happy to, to weigh in, but I feel with my bandwidth right now, it's just not feasible. I feel when you interrupt me, when I'm speaking in the meeting, it undermines my expertise or, you know, it's, it's taking away my, you know, my value, whatever it may be, because people can't invalidate how you feel. And I think that there's a lot of power behind the words. I feel. I agree. I think I feel is something that as a society, we
2: have become more comfortable, thankfully using uh, because emotion was really frowned upon in a business environment um not too long ago i'd love to tap into we talk a lot about the dynamics between men and women but being assertive with another female um when you know traditionally a lot of women had been kind of put against each other. There's been like this competition, you know, where this one does this and then, Oh, I need to do that in order to compete or to stay ahead or whatever. Um, kind of unpack that a little bit for us and how, uh, how to effectively communicate with another female where we're supposed to lift each other up and give that impression, even though the impression they have in their head is still operating on that competitive uh I guess, routine that they've been um, fed all these years.
1: Sure. And I think it's important to recognize, right, that we we have the power to control what we say and how we communicate and how we respond and we react to things. And I think that in a situation where somebody is openly being maybe more aggressive or passive aggressive, If you feel comfortable saying, hey, look, we're in this together, let's figure out a solution that works best. How can we come with a solutions-oriented positive mindset? And I think that it always will come back to you are in control of how you react and how you respond to something. And if that doesn't work, remember to continue to speak from a place of confidence within yourself don't sugarcoat or soften things. And if you've tried to have a conversation that's coming from an empowering, positive place, and you're continuing to to make sure that that person is actively being heard, then that's all that you can do.
0: And practice, right? I think assertiveness is one of those areas of communication where it just takes practice, 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 because again, we have to get out of our own heads and have the confidence to speak up. And then practice using some of the verbiage that you're sharing with us um, to get better and more comfortable and more natural with it when we're speaking mm-hmm. up in situations that maybe are challenging.
2: Yeah, I agree with you, Sue. And I think that we talk about listening and Alisa, you mentioned listening too, but those two things, listening and assertiveness, practicing, you know, it's, it's hard, especially when stakes are high and emotions get stirred up in conversations and they get spirited. Um, it's hard to continue listening and continuing to be assertive in a way that's perceived as assertive. I, I, I just think that those two things, again, um, practicing them are, it's easier said than actually done.
1: It is. And I think that, you know, for so long and Vanessa, you mentioned this earlier about for so long, you know, it being more assertive using the terminology I feel is becoming more acceptable especially for women. And I think that that empathy piece and you had a guest on the We Get Real AF podcast that talked a lot about empathy. And I think that empathy in in effective communication is so important because mm-hmm. going back to that example, if you're having a conversation with a woman who comes from this competitive place that she's in competition and has to be better and do better and it becomes somewhat of a toxic relationship. It's bringing that empathy into it as well, trying to understand one's motivation for how they're communicating, and that goes back to saying if you feel you're in a place that you can have that conversation of, help me understand where this is coming from, or mm-hmm. directly asking a passive person, well, what is your opinion on this, um, and and trying to get to the root of that to to have a more clear conversation. I think adding that empathetic layer is, is also so important.
0: And saying again, here's what I hear you saying. This Mm -hmm. is my understanding and and clarifying that so that they see, yes, this person isn't just shooting off (laughs) their opinion, but they actually are listening. They either have it right, or I have an opportunity now to clarify what I mean and and then you'll be taken, I think, more seriously as an assertive speaker.
1: And I love Sue how you brought to the table. Is, is this what I'm hearing you say? Am I understanding that correctly? I I love that. Absolutely. Anything else that we need to know about being assertive? I think it's just you hit the nail on the head. It's a practice, and it's it, it's taken me in my career, and I communicate with people all day, every day. To put this into practice and to 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 come from a place of confidence and know that your opinions, your views, your value is just as important as anybody else's. And to put that into practice to remind yourself of that, I think is is just so incredibly important and will make you an effective communicator.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Again, that assertiveness just
2: it it's paired with confidence. I, I don't think mm-hmm. you can go wrong. Um I I just think that you know, you you come across as even keeled and taking a beat to really listen, to really be intentional with like your words and where you want to go with the conversation. I think that's key. That's
0: powerful, yeah.
1: I want to remind people to feel empowered to take that beat
2: if they're yes. not
1: entirely sure how they're going to react in that moment. If they need time to process it, that's okay. Take that time to be honest be clear and say, I need some time to think on that. I need some time to process that and I'll get back to you. And that is also a very empowering feeling. And I think that also helps with that confidence.
2: hundred mm-hmm, percent silence sometimes is power. And when we say beats, like if anyone like with the terminology, you know, a beat is just taking a pause, taking a second to digest and to really reflect on, what you want to get across, and how you want to say it. Mm
0: -hmm. Speaking to practicing this again, you don't have to just practice at the office because sometimes the stakes are so high there. Of course, you should be practicing in your workplace, but practice when you're out at a restaurant, practice when you're calling the phone company about your bill or the, you know, whatever it is. There's lots of situations in life where you can practice assertive, presentation of your thoughts a sort of and assertive speaking. And so be aware and mindful and watch for those opportunities to practice. So you do feel more empowered and confident during those high stakes situations at work. Thanks. Thank you, Elisa. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of We Get Real AF. We're excited to bring you the voices of amazing women and girls who are shaping the future
2: for good.